Hello everyone, welcome to Wellness KE, the podcast. My name is Fatma. Today we want to welcome you to the podcast once again so that you can be able to learn something new, information that's going to make you a better person for you to change your life for the better. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember on our podcast you can be able to share or comment or contribute to the conversation by clicking on the green icon on the Anchor app and you can be able to leave us a voice message. And if you want to send a message, you can also reach out to us on our social media platforms at KE Wellness on Twitter, well underscore Ness KE on Instagram, another new Instagram account at Wellness with Fatma, and not forgetting Facebook, Wellness KE. So guys, today we want to talk about something really important. Everyone is going through financial difficulties and instability due to the pandemic, and because of that, we felt it's important for us to tackle financial wellness first of all before we go too far i have to say we have a very special guest someone who has given us his time so that he can be able to speak to everyone and share his knowledge and wisdom on financial well-being my next guest is the senior business anchor on kenya's most authoritative news channel ktn his name is Abby Agina. Thank you so much for joining me, Abby. Thank you for having me. It's such a flattering introduction. <laughs> it's not flattering, it's actually true. I'm humbled. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for making the time. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've invited us actually where you work. So you're just about to go on air, but you've still managed to make time for us. So I'm very, very grateful for that. I'm also honored to be on your platform. Thank you so much. Well, today's a very, very important day because we really want to speak to the people regarding financial well-being All right. and you being a senior business anchor here at KTN, I feel like you would have a lot of information to, to share with the people because you have already gathered so much information mm-hmm. and also you've managed to sit down with some great minds, some movers and shakers of the industry. Sure. So there's so much that you've learned from them. I yeah. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go to all of that, yeah. let's just start with you as Abby. Mm-hmm. What um, can you tell the people that we don't really know about you as Abby Agina because we watch you and you, you seem so you, you seem so serious. Tell us something <laughs> that we don't know about you. All right. Thanks for having me once again and welcome, welcome to our offices. Thank you. And uh, just to start off, uh, it's been a very interesting journey yeah. all through my journalism career. I've been in the industry for close to 12 years. Wow. And um, I'm beginning to get gray hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sign of wisdom. (laughs) Some say wisdom, some say wealth is coming. Wow, nice. We hope for both. (laughs) Yes. So um, for me, it's been a very... it's been a learning curve yeah. ever since I stepped into the newsroom. I started okay. off my career at NTV, mm. transitioned to KTN, and uh, here I am today, um, 12 years under my belt, wow. and uh, it's been a roller coaster. Mm. When you look at uh, where we started off to where we are today, the industry has been growing, mm. and uh, it's such a sad time right now to see media houses scaling down mm. on employees. Yeah. It pains me to see former colleagues being out of a job, but this is a new normal. Mm. Companies have to survive. Same thing with us as individuals. Mm. So some of the things you might not know about me, I like to spend my quiet time 
talking to young entrepreneurs, wow. encouraging them, yeah. getting to see how they do their businesses. I'm also a, a big lover of basketball. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so one of these fine days, uh, you could track us yes. and join us for a match. That would be awesome. Yeah. I play the position of power forward. Wow. Yeah, so over and above doing what I do in the newsroom, I also like uh, adventure, mm. um, just sightseeing, uh, visiting new places, okay. and uh, like today I was in Thika, checking out new places, wow. and uh, I'm always trying to be on the lookout for opportunities yeah. and to learn something every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I do feel like the more you nourish your mind and you teach yourself something new, mm-hmm. the more you realize that we don't necessarily know everything. Oh, yeah? Because the, the oh, moment yeah. you think you know everything is when you actually lose everything that's yeah? true yeah so i mean it's interesting that you even ask someone that out of what it is that you do you yeah. take your time you play a sport you yeah. enjoy it yeah. so that actually covers your physical wellness you would say that this is oh, how yes. you take care of yourself physically oh, yes. oh yes yeah i i'm really keen on getting to biking yeah and uh, i used to run mm. but uh, with age <laughs> I'm losing my grip. Really? Yeah. You make it sound like you're 80 years old. I'm actually 34. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so we are the same age. All right. So the more you say with age, yeah. the more I feel like, no, 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 we are refusing. Yeah. We will remain young and vibrant oh, forever. Yes. Oh yes, vibrant and robust. Yes. So um, one of the things perhaps I'd like to share yeah. is... Um, in the wake of this pandemic, mm. we've seen a very big economic downturn. Yeah. Not only in Kenya, Africa, mm. around the globe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes without saying that uh, guys are struggling, be it companies, the biggest companies you can ever think of. Yeah. Um, the airline industry is almost crashing. Sure. Uh, oil companies are also experiencing challenges. Mm. So imagine now that Mamamboga mm. down in Kawangware, mm. that Boda uh, Boda rider mm. in Kondele, mm. Kisumu, mm. it's a difficult time. Of and of course, guys who are employed, where employers are saying, we need to reduce our staff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a it's tough time. Yeah. It's really a tough time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that it's something that is happening to everyone, yeah. then in a way, it's I would say, yes, it is difficult, but then we realize we're all going through it together, oh, yeah? yeah? Because yeah. if it was happening to one person, in, mm-hmm. an, an individual, then it would be something really difficult for them to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what would bring me to my next question, because we ma- we managed to ask the listeners to send in their questions so that they can ask you what they would want to know. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people who want to know more from you, because mm-hmm. you would have, they do feel like you would have information that would help them in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't mind, I'll go step by step because no I had so many and I had to narrow down to the, the ones I could fit into I the interview. I hope we have enough time. <laughs> yeah. So we'll start from the beginning. Yeah. The first person asked, what is the role of a senior business anchor? Mm-hmm. And if a young person out there would want to be exactly like who you are, yeah. what would they have to do? What would they have to study? And what would the role yes. entail? All right. So brilliant question. And thank you to your listeners. Yeah. And I also look to engage with them in the near future. Awesome. Yes. And as well as your viewers. Thank you. So for you to get into the business reporting field, mm-hmm. predominantly it's good if you have a graduate degree okay. in a business-related field, okay. be it economics, be it um, 
public policy, be it something around international relations, so long as it touches on something within the business world. Unfortunately, um, we've seen colleges like Strathmore coming up to offer degrees in business reporting. Um, we're seeing a lot of online uh, institutions coming institutions, through that yeah. line. So on my side, I have a Bachelor of Science degree in information and uh, actually information science mm -hmm. from Moore University. Okay. I've also studied uh, for my postgraduate at Strathmore mm -hmm. Business School, mm -hmm. which came in handy to supplement my media background. Okay. So for me to start off as a journalist first, you need to know communications-related uh, items. Mm -hmm. So I took the time to also add some knowledge by going and studying what it takes to interpret accounts, mm -hmm. what it takes to understand how companies work mm. so that I am effective in my day-to-day -day work. Yeah. So as a bare minimum, you should have a qualification in a recognized institution okay. that is approved by the Media Council of Kenya oh. and uh, of course the Commission for Higher Education. Okay. So those are for guys who have studied locally. Mm. When it comes to guys who have studied abroad, mm. it's another whole ball game. Mm. It, you need to also check, is the university you are studying in uh, recognized in Kenya? Mm. And do you fit in? Okay. So basic uh, background, like I've said, is at least have a diploma or a uh, degree mm. and you'll be fine to start okay. off. And you can grow. As you move, you grow. You read and enroll for more courses just to make you to be effective. Mm. So I didn't like study business mm. as my background. It was out of coincidence that I was uh, seconded to go to do business news. When I joined the newsroom at NTV mm. in 2011, mm. I was deployed to the business desk, okay. NTV business, okay. and uh, had no background in business, but I had the will to learn and see where will this new posting take Take me. you, yeah. And uh, true to date, I'm happy today when I look back, I've won a few awards. Amazing. I hope to win more. You will. And nurture other people to also do much better than I have. So be open-minded. Um, it's not cast in stone that you must have a degree in journalism mm -hmm. or degree in business studies, but if you have the opportunity to do a business-related course and then jump into the newsroom, the better for you mm -hmm. because you now become an expert in that particular line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't rule out people who did not study business journalism to join business reporting, okay. and it's a very uh, interesting sector. In the newsroom, not many people want to be part of business journalism mm. because it requires you to do analysis. Mm. Whenever you hear the budget, oh. the, the national budget of, course, you of the country, be, oh yeah. you need to break down the numbers mm. for people and understand if we are spending three trillion in our budget, mm. what is three trillion? Mm. What can it do? Mm. You know, how much was thicker road? It mm. was thirty billion times three trillion. Divide by that. Mm. How many thickers do we get out of out it? Out of what? Oh, okay. Over 300 okay, such so this highways. Is, this is what what your job entails. Oh, yeah. These are some of the things that you would have to yes. do. So you okay. break down complex issues mm. to bring them to a simple fashion mm. so that you and I can say, aha, this is how I stand to benefit. You know, when we are told this and this is happening in the economy, 
if someone cannot break it down to you, you don't see the sense in it. And that's why business journalism, many people fear it because you need to read, mm -hmm. you need to be on top of your current affairs, yeah. you need to understand some basic mathematics, you know, so that you can critique some numbers, mm -hmm. so that people can get value by watching you as Fatma yeah. and they say, hey, thanks for informing us. Mm. Yeah. So you, you end up being the voice of the people at the same time because oh, now yes. the information, they end up digesting it in a way that you've made it easy for them to digest. Correct. That way Correct. they can be able to understand where the country is headed oh, yes. and then they know, you know. I mean, when we say our debt yeah. is growing. Yeah, what do we mean? Yeah. What does that look what like? What does that look yeah. like? If we say our debt is at uh, 5.6 trillion mm. shillings as a country, we are being warned by the IMF, mm. World Bank. And when we go to parliament, politicians are saying, let's continue borrowing. Yeah. We need to borrow so that we build SGR, so that we build mm. more roads. Mm. But the same money we are borrowing, yeah. yeah, are we looking at the interest we are paying? Mm. How many years will we repay for these loans? For that particular you know? loan, yeah. Now that's where the work of the business journalist mm. is, to break down all these issues so that people can tell their politicians, hey, We've borrowed a loan mm. for 30 years and we're going to pay this much and whatever we are using the money for mm. is not generating money. Mm. It needs to make yes. sense, yeah. yeah. That way then it makes sense that within 30 years we are paying back something and yes. it really actually helped the people. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that the more you explain it, the more I feel like I'm even understanding because mm -hmm. I do realize that when people watch the news, especially business news, mm -hmm. some people actually zone out. I and know, this is I the know, most important oh, yes. part oh, yes. of understanding even where you're headed. Yeah. You as someone who is probably interested in starting a small business, mm -hmm. you need to understand everything. And so we thank God for people like you who mm -hmm. get to do that for us so that we can be able to understand everything. Much appreciated. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I hope that... Um, this question has been answered mm -hmm. and I'm sure you have answered it so uh, it was actually from Mombasa now we move on to the next question mm -hmm. um, the question is what is the most valuable financial asset if you were to advise someone what's a valuable financial asset that they could have so that people probably their minds can just be more open and they can understand Wow that's a very um, hard question okay. to answer okay it's very difficult to point out one particular financial, financial asset. asset. Okay. When you look at asset, mm. an asset is something that you can convert it to become cash. Mm. It's something that can be converted to even stand in place where you don't have the money. Mm. You know, yeah. like for today, you can give me a title deed mm. as an asset. Yeah. It is in. It, it is representing yes. the cash that I would have given if I Correct. had. Correct. Yeah. So what I would simply say is develop a habit of having diverse assets. Okay. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm. People I see, they get some money. They say I want to start an investor shop. Mm -hmm. I see people saying I want to start a restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Paletuda. Work mm. a. Now, when you are thinking about your financial assets, mm -hmm. ask yourself, what can I afford? Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, what is the return on my investment? Okay. 
Number three, how fast can I convert this asset into cash? Yeah. So there are types of assets. Yeah. We have fixed assets mm -hmm. and non-fixed assets. Mm -hmm. The fixed assets, these are things that are movable. Okay. Something you can move, like a car is an asset. A building like this is an asset for our company. Mm. It can be valued, mm. captured in monetary terms, mm. and we say this building is worth asset 500 amount. million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if anyone wants to ever buy this land, mm -hmm. we cannot sell it below 500 million okay. because this building alone is worth, worth? X. Okay. So the non-fixed assets, mm -hmm. these are assets that um, can be even a patent. It can be a trademark. Okay. The name. Fatma yeah. as a company name, mm. it is a non-fixed asset okay. that you can use mm. in a situation where someone is saying, we want to buy your brand. Mm. Coca-Cola or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you narrow it to say, what is the most important financial asset? Mm. My answer is, it narrows down to you as a person, mm -hmm. what is available within your, your area, means and your, your yeah, means, okay. your network. And uh, to just walk through our good listeners, okay. when you look at uh, financial assets, mm. we have the most important and performing asset in the country right now is mm. land. Okay. Yeah? Number two, real estate. Okay. These are mean houses mm. where you build some rental somewhere mm. and you rent them out mm. and you get some money. Okay. The other very good asset you can think of mm. is a very interesting element and this touches on education. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> for me, I would say education, I would put it at the top. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Because you, you could have all these other things, but if you're not educated and oh, you yes. don't have the skill, the know-how, oh, yes. it would be hard. And that's why I rank them in that fashion. Yeah. But it now falls on you. On you as an individual. There are people who maybe are of an, a certain age, they don't mm. want to go back to school, to school yeah. but they inherited some land mm. somewhere from mm. their parents or yeah. their brothers or their sisters. But they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know? So if you have an asset around land, real estate, and your education, yeah. you're good to you're go. You're good to go. And that's where financial wellness comes. Okay. Because when you have the knowledge, you're able to do so much. Of course. You know? Mm. For instance, right now, during the pandemic, mm. people are thinking of side hustles, mm -hmm. right, left, true, and center. True. And these are things I'm sure you'll we'll discuss as we move on. Yeah. But remember those assets, mm. and every asset has a liability. Mm. There are fixed liabilities and there are non-fixed liabilities. Okay. In simple terms, a liability is something you must wake up and say, I need to pay this, mm. you know? I need to pay the rent to my shop yes. that I've just opened. Yes. And so money is coming from my account and going into it. Correct. Okay, so that makes it a liability. Yeah, so okay. that is a liability. And mm. your assets are supposed to be equivalent to your liabilities. Okay. They should be at par. Be at par. Okay. So if my assets are worth 100,000, mm. my liabilities should not exceed 100,000. Yes. They should actually be around 65. 50 apple okay so that you have some extra mm -hmm. amount that you can use elsewhere or it can sit there to protect you when you don't have any cash flow 
I yeah. understand you. Yeah. Okay, so that is also to avoid any kind of losses because now when yes. your liabilities exceed, that's when Correct. now you start making you losses. You get into losses, you mm. become bankrupt. Bankrupt, yeah. Your assets are recovered. Ooh. Auctioneers waanza kubishia nyumba. Mwambia toa ile Samsung mm. 52 inch. Yeah. Later, ile gari Later gari, mm-hmm. So Which those has are the to a lot of yes. People. Those are the assets okay. that you took. Not remembering, your assets must always be above your liabilities mm-hmm. in life. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, I think that um, for every single person that's out there, they get to think about themselves financially. Yeah. Because I think this is the one thing that makes us all of us. Um, equal is the fact mm-hmm. that we all want better for ourselves financially yeah. because the, that way you get to know where your life is headed and mm-hmm. that's that state of financial well-being whereby you 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 almost feel like um, everything mm-hmm. is going to be okay so yeah. you're not worried about your future mm-hmm. yeah so um, thank you for answering that question we can move yeah. on to the next one um, someone wants to know what are your top financial lessons that you've learned from the people you've sat next to if there's something that you've taken home with you mm-hmm. and I know there are so many people that you've sat next to um, and they are financial gurus others are just businessmen what have they taught you that you have applied in your own life that you feel you can share with us well, I've sat with, fortunately, quite some big names yeah. in the industry, mm. in the financial industry. Yeah. Uh, I remember an interview I once had with the billionaire Tony Lumelo mm. from Nigeria, yeah. who runs uh, quite a conglomerate of businesses. One thing I picked from him is yeah. you must diversify okay. as a financial tip. Okay. Diversifying by this, I mean, Tole Numelu, when you look at him as a person, mm. he has a very established uh, bank mm. called United Bank of Africa, UBA Bank. Okay. Tony Lumelu still owns one of the largest construction companies. Mm. Tony Lumelu also runs a cement factory. Mm. You know? What I'm simply picking from him is. A successful business person should be able to run one business, make it profitable, use the profits to start another business wow. and grow okay. and service the different areas mm. in that country or in that neighborhood. The other financial lesson I picked was from uh, Dr. James Moria, mm-hmm. who is the group CEO for Centum Investments. Oh, yes. Okay. Centum Investments, as you know, is one of the leading uh, real estate companies which owns the Two Rivers Mall. Mm. And uh, one of the biggest lessons from him is in entrepreneurship, you must create a niche mm. for your product. If you're selling weaves, Create a niche. Everyone else might be selling a certain uh, type of weave. Mm. What will you bring that is different? Different, The moment you create your niche, that's the time you are servicing a need in the market. Mm. So don't just start your business anyhow. Mm. You must assess and see what are the needs in the marketplace. Yeah. You know? When you're sitting back and you want to say, I want to start a border border business, Mpata hela kidogo, you want to buy a tuk-tuk or a motorbike, yeah. ask yourself, have you done research? Yeah. What are the guys in that industry currently making per day? Mm. Talk to them. 
even as you are being carried, you can just ask. Kenyans are very open with information. Yeah. Yeah. Takwambia trip moja mutengeza hivi, kwa siku mutengeza hivi, mafuta ni, kulipa dereva ni, kunele hongo labda, kulingana na ile sekta yuko. So, the moment you understand your market, mm. you will create a niche for your market. And the day you create a niche for your market, mm, the next yeah. thing you should mm. focus on is to break even. Okay. Break even means the costs and expenses, sorry, the, your income, mm-hmm. your income should not be taken so much by your costs. Okay. By this I mean, I'm running a shop mm. where I'm selling food. Yeah. Every day mm. I make 100,000. Mm. But my costs are 150,000. Mm. Then now I make sense. So always make sure you break even. By yeah. breaking even you we mean your income minus your costs should give you operating profit. Mm. Operating profit is what sustains the business, business and keeps your operations going mm. but ikiwa unatengeza 100 your costs are 90 yeah. una, mm. assume 90 unabaki na 10 pia usimbaye mm. but always try to ensure your costs are not so high as as compared to your income mm. look at kenya airways mm. they make so much money people are flying mm. it, people like that airline mm. but the operational costs okay manake mm. they bought 15 new aircraft mm. dreamliners yeah. dreamliner moja ni 7 billion Oof. 15 hiyo mm. pesa hawakuwa nayo pesa zote zenye umetengeza zenda kulipa madeni na kulipa mishahara the airline cannot be successful mm. because their costs are too high. Yeah. I understand yeah. you. So that's so then basically. I have to think about that, meaning like if I'm running a business, I have to think about the fact that if it, it costs me more to run this, then I don't have to do what everybody else is probably advising me to do. Because I've realized, especially businesses I'm turning, you'll find mm-hmm. them maybe I'm a local. Mm-hmm. Someone has told him, yeah, I provide people with alcohol. People mm-hmm. always want alcohol. Then As they open. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then now you get to a place where you realize, okay, maybe the business is not going that well. Mm-hmm. You realize maybe some people are just staying in business to stay in business. They're yeah. not necessarily making anything. So and think, remember, mm-hmm. business takes time yeah. to break even. Yeah. Year one weza kuona fanya to loss. Mm. Year that's two, a huge risk if you ask me. That's another financial lesson yeah. that I learned from uh, Manu Chandari. Mm. Business takes time to stabilize. Kwa hivo, ukianza, usue na raka sana, especially if things are not picking as fast as you yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah? So be ready to take in that those costs. Mm. Be ready. Yeah. Because you will take time to develop clients. Mm. You'll take time to get people to be confident in your business. Yeah. It's work in progress mm. such that you continue marketing your business, you get repeat customers. Yeah. And that's how you grow. 
but don't be discouraged when you see I've been in this business this is my second year pesa itoshi aingi mimi naachana naye don't don't be quick to quit take time to keep uh, doing things the right way seek advice visit other people in that business mm. ask them how are you making it mm. you know and by doing that you'll be able to open your financial antenna mm. and you'll pick lessons that you'll go back and realize mm. as i'm running this restaurant i've just realized that the guys who cook mm. they use perhaps a lot of water mm. when they're washing the plates how do i reduce that mm. and so you, that i can have less costs yes <laughs> you realize perhaps they leave the cooker on mm. eh? steamer mm-hmm. small tips Things, you can pick yeah. Yeah. so you need to be involved in your business yeah and also i would say that nowadays there's so much information out there that even if you wanted to learn ways to yeah. be cost effective ways that you can run a business or yeah. you can start something i mean I always tell people you can do anything that you want find even if you have nothing find a way to do something with nothing because the moment you you I do like nothing that. yeah the moment yeah. you do something with nothing you can do a lot with something mm-hmm. now you're building now you're getting you're getting to a place where you realize I, I can actually grow and mm. you you keep your mind open mm-hmm. and you learn along the way. I agree. Yeah. So, thank you for answering that question. Here's something else that's quite interesting that people have asked mm-hmm. and it's about insurance policies and COVID-19. Uh-huh. Which to me I feel I really need an answer. I don't know if you <laughs> you would have an answer for us. Um here's the thing. Mm. If you're a small business, uh, if you have a small business, you're running a small business, mm-hmm. uh, at the moment during the pandemic you have, you know, you have been affected mm-hmm. and insurance uh, insurance companies have not covered you mm-hmm. they don't have a policy that says yeah during the pandemic we are going to cover you you're going to have abcd mm-hmm. and i'm sure many businesses are going through the same thing correct what information can you share with us regarding that and then moving forward is there a way that people can learn a way that they can ensure that they are covered are insurance companies saying something about this actually that's a perfect question mm. very relevant and thank you to that person who asked it yeah right now very few businesses consider insuring mm. their businesses mm. why people believe nothing bad can ever happen then, yeah. insurance operates from a law of probability the law of probability yeah probably you can get a fire in your shop or probably or not you might never get a yes same thing if you have insurance for your car mm. you might never ever get an accident mm. but you might one day get an accident that you might want that car to be fixed so it starts with the mindset okay. let's we as kenyans yeah. as east africans let's be able to think and say if today i am not around mm. i will leave my family i will leave my kids my wife what will i leave them with other than inheritance for land mm. few people are taking up insurance mm. for life insurance yeah few sure. people are taking insurance education policy mm. for their kids that they will be paid later in in life very few people are taking uh, medical insurance because mm. they say i can never get sick mm. or nikigonjeka and then nakwaduka to pad so it starts with the mindset yeah. our mindset must change yeah. that insurance is trying to protect us when things go bad go bad yeah and so sorry to interrupt you mm-hmm. uh, is there a policy that covers people against a pandemic 
to be honest, I've talked to a couple of insurance mm. guys. A pandemic is man-made. Okay. So. Oh, so that is their yeah, thinking. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's hard to insure a man-made thing. Mm. Like today, if you have an earthquake, mm. yeah, and uh, it brings down my business. Mm. Perhaps I already have an insurance, but against yeah. theft or fire. Okay. So it is now upon the insurance company to see how do we compensate you. Mm. So some insurance companies are actually coming up with uh, poli new policies okay. that can touch on issues like pandemics. Okay. They might not refund you all your money, mm. but at but least it's something. Get something to yeah. boost. Yeah. 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 Because especially right now, like people are really looking left, right, and center. Oh, and they yes. have no idea they what do to do. I have a friend who has uh, 100. Uh, to our vans. Wow. Yeah, he's in the tourism business. Mm. Those 100 tour vans, he has to pay insurance. Oh. Whether they're on the road or not. Or not, yeah. Because it is a requirement. You see? So for you to pay, you need the money, and mm. the business has been bad. Yeah. So he hasn't been able to pay. Mm. But you remember, he's leaving those cars now at, they're not covered. Mm. If anything happens, you don't have a case against the, the insurance yeah, company. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to think about taking up insurance. Yeah. We need to push our insurance companies to develop better products. Of course. And uh, by doing so, it helps us to avoid rushing to people to fundraise mm. for you when you are struck by a yeah. calamity. Yeah. Like in South Africa, they have a mandatory funeral insurance. Wow. Mandatory. Mm. Oh, yes. That is yes. why I always see their ads when mm -hmm. I watch any channel. Yeah. There's always an ad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Such that when your loved one passes on, mm. you don't do farambes. Insurance makes a pays lot you, of sense. they cover for you the funeral, and you sense. get some compensation. Mm, that makes a lot so of sense. So for small businesses, you might not be making enough money mm. to afford insurance, yeah. but it doesn't hurt to take an insurance company to task and ask them, this is my budget, what mm. can you what give can me? What can you give me with that? Yes. Yeah, I think we, we need to get to a place. If we can have an app that reminds you to drink water, mm -hmm. I feel like we can come up Imagine. with something yes. that can get us somewhere where yes. we can learn mm. how we can insure businesses. Or mm -hmm. it's it's. I mean, we feel bad for anyone, yeah. whether you have a small business, a lot, I mean, everyone is suffering in their own I way. I tell you. So it would be really nice to, mm. um, and we'll revisit that. In case you have a list of insurance companies, we'll revisit so that you can tell our listeners. Right. Um, another question that has been asked is about books to read on financial wellness. Do you have your top favorite books and maybe you can list them <laughs> that you've read that you feel have changed your life? So... Um, one of the things I like doing is uh, I like watching documentaries okay. and uh, getting e-books. Mm. And uh, some of the books I would say that have impacted me. Yeah. There are quite a few. I am more of learning lessons from people mm -hmm. than what knowledge I can derive out of a book. Yeah. If I spend an hour with Fatma, who is successful in business, mm. it's something I cannot easily get. Of course, yeah. In a book, mm. I love a book known as "The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari." Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's another book which is very popular. It's out there. It's called uh, "Rich Dad." Poor Dad. Poor Dad. Yes, yeah. I know it. Yeah. 
and um, these are just some of the titles, yeah. especially when you read uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Mm. Uh, very interesting lessons about life. Mm. You can be up there in life, yeah. one day things can happen and you find yourself on this other end. Yeah. So I'd encourage people to read, people to watch uh, documentaries mm. that talk about successful business people, okay. and by doing so, you're opening up your horizon of and placing yourself at a vantage point mm. where you are able to pick out knowledge mm. that you cannot find elsewhere. Yeah. There is knowledge that is very valuable, valuable yeah. that will help you someday somewhere. Mm. And also it is tried and tested because Correct. if they have already done it, yes. they have gone through you know, the worst yeah. and then they have risen. So then it's almost like a shortcut to me. Yeah. So you're telling me like, I've already gone through this, so don't make these mistakes, learn from me. And then here you go, like mm -hmm. now you, you have everything to succeed. Sure. You're, you're right because right now we have so much information out there that we can learn from mm -hmm. such that we cannot even say, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, where, can I, where can I learn about maybe forex and trading and mm -hmm. you, the information is everywhere, all over social media. So guys, if you want to learn anything about business, that's something that I've also um, cultivated. I try and I go on social media, I watch people's channels, I, I try and just learn. I, I like have a that. day where I get to learn and then if I don't understand something, then I ask someone else. Mm -hmm. But then it's I mean, it's it's a lesson that I've come to um, to, to to learn myself. Is that every day you have to teach yourself. Mm -hmm. Every day you cannot say you have learned everything. You have to keep your mind nourished, and that's how you're going to grow. Mm. Yeah, and then we can move to the next um, question. This one, I don't know if you'll have an answer for us. It's um, about re registering a company with government tenders. Someone is asking. Um, about the process, if you know about the process of registering a company with government tenders, and how many companies can can one uh, register at once? Um, yeah, and this is this is what they want to know. Oh, nice yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to register your company, yeah, you go to a portal known as eCitizen. eCitizen, okay. Yeah, under eCitizen. Mm -hmm. All you need is to have an email address and your ID number. Okay. So your email address becomes your user ID, mm. your password becomes your ID number. Okay. You get into the system, mm -hmm. you are able to now do different things once you are inside the portal. Yeah. One of the things is it has a e-business registration platform where you log, once you've logged in, you now check out the business registration platform. Okay. It's very easy to be able to ask, give out five names. Okay. You need to give five names. Mm. Then the government registry searches those five names. Okay. They tell you out of these five names, two are available or none of them is available. Mm. So you, you have, have to, to go through another process again. Oh, yes. yeah. And there's a small fee of about 150 shillings. Okay. Once you've uh, gotten your name, you now proceed to register it and you pay about uh, 12,000 shillings. Okay. And you are having a registered company. Okay. Recognized by the government of Kenya. Wow. And registrar of companies. The other thing is for you to get access to government tenders, mm. you need to register with another platform. This platform is uh, in the Ministry of the National Treasury. Okay. It's a treasury website. Mm. Under this website, there's a platform called Ag, Agpo. Agpo, okay. Access to government opportunities. Mm. This favors the youth 
So you get an AGPO certificate mm. under the company you registered. Okay. So anytime you tender for a, comp uh, a tender, mm. you'll submit the AGPO certificate wow. and you are given priority. Okay. And uh, by this, you are able to handle all manner of tenders from wow. roads, from supplying stationery, yeah. from supplying uh, equipment, mm. food to government installations. Visit eCitizen and you'll be able to get, it's a gateway to government services. Wow, thank you so much for that, Abby. Thank yeah. you so much. That's that's actually really good information. I did not know that. Welcome. Um, there's another one about um, investing in treasury bonds. Mm -hmm. And he's asking, what's the least amount to start with? <laughs> and then what times of the year does the CBK the Central Bank of Kenya float the treasury bills to the public? All right. Yeah. So uh, a treasury bill is an instrument that you buy to own a piece of what the government is selling. Yeah. By this I mean it's like you're buying shares into a government project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a treasury bill is floated, uh, there are different categories. There's a treasury bill for 30 years, there's one for 10 years, oh. there's one for five years. Mm -hmm. So the longer the duration, the more the interest. Mm. So there are 30 year treasury bills which you are paid after a certain number of period. Mm. And for you to get a better understanding, I'd encourage our viewers and our listeners to visit the Central Bank of Kenya okay. website. Okay. They'll get to understand more about treasury bills. Yeah. It's supposed sometimes to be a personal experience. Mm not because I said it, mm. but it's something you can make money out of. Out of, yeah. I encourage our listeners to, to give it a try, yeah. check it out. The treasury bills are very uh, strategic mm. because the government has never gone broke mm. and you are guaranteed you'll be paid your money. Okay. So what happens is that if the types of treasury bonds, there's infrastructure treasury bonds mm. and bills okay. where you buy, the government maybe needs 10 billion shillings. Mm. They float a treasury bill mm. of 10 billion. So the banks are the number one guys who put their money there. Mm. A bank can say we are putting in 500 million. Mm. 10 banks, when they do that, that's already almost 5 of course, B. that's a lot, yeah. Then since you are an inch Kaida, you buy maybe 100 K, mm. rush up. The government will take the money, mm. do that road, after they open up that area, mm. see the area will now be active. Mm. People want to buy land, yeah. people want to set up uh, go-downs. Mm. Government will collect revenue. Mm. The revenue will be used to pay the people who invested. Yes. So that is just oh, a random example. Okay, so that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. The longer the period, yeah. the, the more the, 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 the interest and the rate, the rate at which you're going to earn from. Mm -hmm. So when it takes a longer period, actually, you can actually make more. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I mean, the, the most important thing to take home is the fact that you, our listeners need to go to the Central Bank of Kenya website, yeah. also do their research and mm -hmm. learn a little bit more, right? Correct. Okay, thank you so much for that. Um, here's another question. Mm -hmm. How viable is the money market as compared to the buying company shares? Um, and is it wise to invest in it even in these pandemic um, times? So the money market has been a very 
interesting platform to mm. invest mm. because uh, you are talking of different aspects, things that are happening globally and things that are happening regionally, mm. if not locally. Yeah. So we have online forex market mm. where you're able to visit companies that are in that business yeah. and you register and you give out your money and they trade with it mm. and you're able to buy different stocks. By buying different stocks, they monitor for you, you're able to know how much you've made, to make a decision to buy or to sell. Yeah. So it's a, it needs someone who's hands-on, mm. who is following what's happening globally. Okay. If you're not that, that kind of person, that's not your investment. Okay. Forget okay. about okay. it. When you look at uh, stock market, the other thing is for you to get a handsome investment, mm. it's good when you have a substantial amount. Okay. Not the small amounts. Oh, okay. The, it's a game of volumes. Oh, so the more you have, the better. The better for okay. you. The riskier, but then the better. Correct. Okay. So imagine right now, Kenya Airways, mm. a stock is going for almost five shillings. Mm -hmm. The government is pumping in money to revive mm. Kenya Airways. Yeah. Kenya Airways, once things stabilize and the business gets back mm. to its feet, yeah. the same shares you bought at five shillings per share and to be sold at a hundred shillings. Of course. Oh wow. That's so a imagine huge that's like one thousand yeah. percent profit yeah. okay. on the amount you made. Mm. But they also require patience yeah. and you must understand how the companies are performing. Mm. You need to read mm. and see, I want to invest some money in Jubilee Insurance. Mm. How is it performing? Yeah. You know, I want to invest some money in, say, um, uh, another popular company. Mm. Equity Bank? Equity. Yeah. Um, Safaricom. Safaricom. Yeah. So ask yourself, how is the company performing? Yeah. What are they planning to do? Mm. That will give you an indication of what is in store for okay. you in the future okay yeah that makes sense yeah. so also you need to be the type of person that when you talk about patience it means i need to also have have money that's just sitting somewhere oh, yes. that i'm just using it i'm yeah. chasing with yeah. it kiasi as yeah. i'm as i keep on doing other things Abisa. because that's when they talk about the money now coming in and working yeah. for you yeah. right yeah. okay so that makes a lot of sense mm. here's another question um what is better a bank loan or a circle loan according to you of course, a circle. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Straightforward. Okay. Circle loans are better priced. Okay. In terms of how they charge mm. compared to a commercial loan. A commercial loan has a different uh, regiment mm. when it comes to how it is priced. A bank, for them to give you a loan, they must make their margin mm. in that loan. Okay. And they must make an interest mm. so a circle in most times they're trying to help your welfare okay so they'll give you perhaps a loan at nine percent mm. a bank on the other side will give you at 14 percent yes so circle loan any day mm. but it doesn't hurt to mix the two mm. depending on what you want to do you can get a bank loan for something that uh, you don't need a lot of uh, financial base. Let me put it this way. Mm. In a circle, you borrow as much as your savings. Okay. 
Oh, yes. okay. In a bank, a bank, whatever you want to give you. You can get. But yeah. then <laughs> they but catch then you and now risk. you cannot, yes, you cannot pay risk. back. Okay. So for a circle... Uh, a circle seems safer. It's safer. Okay. But they say no institution is too big to fail. Mm. Even the biggest institutions in the United States of, of America course, yeah. crashed during the financial depression. Yeah. So no one is too big to fall. I get you. Yeah. Okay. But circles, first level of institution to consider, yeah. then you go to a bank. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's one last question that I skipped, which is about Forex. They're asking, what is Forex? Who can trade Forex? And do you know of any apt to use? Okay. Mm -hmm. Forex trading is a very uh, sensitive topic mm. because I've seen people lose money. I've seen people make money yeah. and become overnight millionaires. Yeah. Forex, in simple terms, is people trading in different currencies mm. across the market. Okay. By this I mean you get to buy dollars. Mm -hmm. You have Kenyan shillings. Mm -hmm. 200,000 Kenyan shillings. You go buy dollars. Then you tell uh, you start trading with your dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why at the end of the day we always tell you the dollar closed trading at at this amount. Yes, so that's what it means during the news at that time. Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> so the forex market is very sensitive to different aspects from politics, yeah. from uh, news information. Yeah. Yeah. You can be told today uh, there's a shortage of dollars. Yeah. The people who have them will hoard them. Yeah. Because there's the demand will go yeah, up. Yeah. So that's those are some of the little things you need to know. So that's where that's where you say the shilling buying at this rate and yeah. selling at this rate. Correct. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, and what about any apps? Do you know of any apps that people can maybe use so that they can be yeah. able to? There are several companies. Mm -hmm. I know of a company known as Scope Markets. Okay. Scope Markets. Scope. Scope Markets. Yeah. They have a very interesting platform that you can consider checking them out. Okay. They do a lot of forex trading. They do training for free. Wow. They do webinars for young guys. Mm. And they're located in Westlands, okay. just near Village Market. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're you can find them, like they're oh, yes. local. And the Forex, licensed Forex trading companies are very few. Okay. Because the regulation is very tight. Mm. And uh, by that, you are guaranteed of the safety of your funds. Mm. Yeah. So it is intentional that the regulations are tight. That yeah. way people can be able to be... Sure. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Do you know what? There have been so many questions. There's someone who even I remember asked me about um, business partners. Like, is it wise to start a business with someone else? If you know you're venturing into a business, is it advisable to have a business partner? Maybe we can we can answer that one because I've just remembered it. And I, I mean, the time uh, is moving and I don't want to take fine. too much of your time. So it's neither here nor there. Yeah. They say komsi komsa. Mm -hmm. Business partners come in different shapes and sizes. Okay. And they play different roles. And my advice is no man is an island. Okay. Because... When your dream is not too big, you won't need help. Mm. 
So it's, it still falls on your shoulders. Yeah. If your vision is too big, you will just realize, hey, I need to get so and so, I need to get so and so, I need to get so and so. Yeah. So they are part of this thing. Or else you'll break. So you need to get a partner who's strategic. Mm. Ask yourself, what are they bringing to the, to the table? table? Yeah. Knowledge, they might be bringing connections, mm. you know? They might be bringing... Um, uh, funding maybe. Funding, yeah. yeah. They might be bringing uh, a regional perspective. Mm. Maybe you want to go into Sudan. Yeah. You need a partner sure. with Sudanese. Sure. Mm. So it takes a lot of soul searching yeah. because some partners can be just the right boost you needed. Yeah. There are some who might come in and bring you down. Yeah. And by being brought down doesn't mean you shouldn't trust other people. It's like a, a lady who has been dumped. It doesn't mean all men are bad. Yeah. You true, know? True. Or vice versa. Mm. A man who has been dumped. Mm. Always remember there's something better out there. Out there. Yeah. And it's a question of time. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. I mean, I wish that we could do more and talk about more because on Wellness KE, we always also want to talk about emotional wellness, social wellness, and all that. So maybe next time when we have time, we can get to ask those questions Definitely. because I really want it for people to ask the questions that they want. And it seems like everyone wants to learn from you, uh, mm. wants to learn more about financial well being oh, from yeah. you. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good so, to know that. <laughs> so it's actually um, a good thing. Okay. Um, so I want to say a very big thank you to you for making the time. Yeah. And um, also for people to know maybe um, the days that they can be able to catch Trading Bell, you can tell them. Okay. Well, uh, you can always tune in on KT News every Wednesday evening from 8 to 8.30 p.m. We have the Trading Bell. And every Monday to Friday, we'll get you a dose of unmatched business content on our Business Today program, which airs from 3 to 4 p.m. every Monday to Friday, where we make sense of your sense. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Javi. I'm so, so grateful for your time. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening in. I know every time we say that we're going to spend a little bit of time, 30 minutes, but then the conversation, when it's something that I feel is going to benefit you, I take my time so that you can be able to learn a lot more. Remember, guys, you can be able to catch Abby on KTN, so be sure to keep watching so that you can learn a lot more from him. And also, you can be able to follow him on Instagram at Abby Agina. Oh, yeah? Yes. And um, Twitter, yes. Twitter on Twitter <laughs> at, at Agina Abi at Agina Abi with a and, single B for Abi. Okay, and here is where they can ask you anything and tell you everything. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, uh, and that is our guest on Wellness KEV podcast, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Fatma. Remember, you can be able to follow us on our social media handles. I'll give you once again on Twitter at KE Wellness, on Instagram at well underscore ke. And another Instagram account at Wellness with Fatma, and also on Facebook Wellness Ke. It's as simple as that. Leave us a voice message on the Anchor app, the green icon. Just tap on it and leave a voice message and tell us what you think. If you have more personal questions to ask Abby Agina, be sure to send them to us right there. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> wow. You know what?